0: Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Cannabis Man Podcast. Thank you so much for clicking on the show. I'm your host, Don Kleppen, and I'm back again with another episode of the show where we're taking a journalistic look at all things cannabis. I like to try and interview people in the space, the green frontier, so to speak, whether they're newsmakers, somebody who is an entrepreneur, who has created a new business or service or a product for all of us cannabis consumers and enthusiasts to try and gush about, or if it's a researcher, somebody who's working at a university or a, a lab, someone who's actually digging into the questions we all have about cannabis, or a policymaker, somebody who might be an elected official or an appointed one who's now charged with uh, running these legal Cannabis states, the uh, the departments that control and police the laws in these cannabis states, any and everyone uh, who is involved in this, as well as journalists who are covering the space, all of them uh, I have spoken with, and I aim to continue speaking with right here on this show. I am a broadcaster in Chicago. If you don't know, if it's your first time listening, thanks a lot for jumping on. I've worked in uh, media for about thirteen years now, radio and uh, and audio. I- I've done a lot of podcast stuff over the years and I've been a cannabis user for uh, a little over 15 years, I would say. I've leaned on it. Uh, I've come to see that I've leaned on it medically for a while, just for things like sleep aid, uh, anti-nausea properties, and anti-anxiety, other sort of unpleasant symptoms I I tend to turn to cannabis for. But uh, I lean towards sativas because I like to do so during the daytime. I'll smoke or imbibe uh, whenever sort of the mood strikes. Not as much these days uh, as as I have in the past, but I I do still some days I'll just you know go ahead and smoke in the morning, especially like on a Sunday. But I do like to try and get things done, and so I tend to lean more towards sativas. However, I have a uh, very powerful indica. At least that's what I experienced. To talk with you about today, I, I want to give a little review of uh, an indica strain that that I tried recently. I also have some news stories to get out to you. I like to cover the space and and share with you anything that I think is is worth your attention. Lots changing all the time in the cannabis space, and it's a very exciting time uh, state by state and federally. Lots of uh, big news lately to talk about and some more on that front uh, to get to later. If you want to engage with the show, which I always encourage, you can hit us up at C-Man Podcast, the letter C-Man Podcast on Twitter or Instagram. You can go to CannabisManPodcast.com, click on the contact uh, button there. Uh, You'll be redirected to an email screen, I suppose or you can leave a comment there. Always appreciate everybody who's engaged with the show. I love, love, love hearing from you. So anything you've got to say, hey, good or bad, that's the nature of this beast. And let me know what you think of the show. If you've got suggestions for improvement or if you've got any uh, products that you'd like me to hear my thoughts on, anything that you think is worth people knowing or hearing about, let me know about it. And all of you who have reached out to me about the show and whether you've had suggestions or just some feedback, I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening and everybody who uh, who engages. It's great. On that note, if you'd like to support the show, scroll on down to the uh, show description notes. There, click on that support the show link, and it'll take you to uh, the Buzzsprout support page. And anything you can contribute is very much appreciated. I've mentioned this is a one man operation here, and I try and uh, keep it as professional sounding as possible. I want to interview people uh, and bring you the information that I think is worth doing, and I'm also doing my part to try and kill the stigma that still lingers about cannabis to this day. And uh, that, that's, uh, that is not just a one-man operation. That's something we all have to take part in. But if you like what I'm doing here, any support is very, very much appreciated. Uh, I can't do this on my own. So any help you can offer is, uh, would be great. So without further ado, let's get into this episode of the Cannabis Man Podcast yeah, that's the theme that puts us in the mood. Welcome back. I would like to start this week by reviewing the strain of cannabis that, uh, that I was smoking on this week, giving you my thoughts on another strain of flour from Florical Farms. Big shout out to Cresco for uh, giving me a chance to try these. I've never uh, before, before last week, you may have heard my review of Pop, which I'm still really enjoying, by the way. Love that sativa. So fun. And if you didn't hear my review, check out last week's episode where I spoke with David Culver of the Legalize America and the U.S. Cannabis Council. Lots of great information there. David actually, uh, during our interview, kind of predicted an announcement which came out uh, just a couple of weeks ago about the uh, DEA looking into rescheduling cannabis, maybe moving it from Schedule 1 down to 3, which is obviously very exciting. And David had a lot of perspective on that. I'm going to try and get somebody else uh, from the U.S. Cannabis Council on to talk about uh, what a timeline might look like for that and some steps along the way. But that's a great interview and uh, I've been smoking Astropop but uh, I I wanted to tell you this week about another Floracal flower. This one is called jealousy this was created by seed junkie genetics it's an indica leaning hybrid i would just go ahead and call this a straight indica i didn't really feel any uh, hybrid at all a part of it it was uh, a-, a cross though of sherbert bx1 and gelato 41 i picked up this eighth from the sunny side in wrigleyville big fan of what they do over there thanks a lot guys for this batch this particular eighth that i picked up from that sunny side uh the total cannabinoids per package they Uh, they rounded out to about 25 percent and the thca is 23.94 date of harvest on this is april 24th of this year it was packaged may 31st they advise use by december 1st of this year my goodness does this indica smack you in the face Uh, you open the jar up and you kind of get this citrusy smell i found it to be clean and fresh i definitely picked up some of the limonene in there one of my favorite terpenes that i've mentioned Before sort of oftentimes gives a uh, a citrusy taste to things. I didn't really taste citrus uh, on this one. It it was an interesting uh, note on the palate a little bit as you're smoking. I kind of got a little bit of a burnt rubber uh, note or uh, kind of a diesel if you like. It definitely tasted like that to me. It was a little sweeter on the exhale, maybe more piney, or you kind of get like a a almost a mint uh, feeling on the exhale. Not like menthol, not cooling, but just. Sort of a uh, maybe I guess maybe even cilantro or like some kind of uh, a plant of of that nature, this is not good for cognitive tasks. Somebody like myself who who leans towards sativas, this indica really leans into a, a mental block, foggy, hazy thoughts uh, onset very quickly uh, it, it almost felt like i I inhaled, I smoked it, and I exhaled and within five minutes. I mean, it it was like I could almost feel my train of thought just slowing down and then stopping on the tracks there. And that thing was not moving after that. Uh, This was a heavy Indica for me. Uh, I found that it had a nice mellow body high feel after about 15 to 20 minutes. So you get this physical relief, lightning symptoms. I had some, a little bit of pain lingering from working out, just some soreness and uh, that completely disappeared. And when I was walking, I almost felt rubbery legs Uh, this is one of the classic face bakes that I used to you know call with my friends whenever I'd smoke in a group this is a face bake this is something that's going to get you gripping your couch sinking right into it and uh, my advice would be flip on a movie flip on some tv something you want to watch and uh, get some snacks in front of you because I did get a little bit of munchies here nothing major it wasn't like I you know inhaled everything in the house but I did feel Compelled to eat. It was later at night, and I uh, I did go ahead and indulge that craving. I grabbed some chips and dip, and I I wanted to share this with you because uh, I I found I was very very amused by this. I haven't had this experience in years. You know, my tolerance makes it so that um, you know I I don't get super stoned all the time. It's pretty rare if I do. Now I I usually have to imbibe uh, several gummies or edibles, something of a higher dosage. It really doesn't happen too much just from smoking flour, you know, not certainly not on like the first bowl or the first few hits. It, it's if I'm going to get there, it's going to take a while usually, but I, I wanted to share with you, um, when I got those chips and the dip out and, uh, I was just kind of tasting these things and I was really, really zonked, you know, by this, by this jealousy here. Um, me and my wife, Gretchen were watching something on TV, probably uh, star Wars related. We've been leaning on that stuff a lot lately, but, uh, I reached for uh, the chips and dip, you know, to continue imbibing that. And I was so stoned that I actually reached my fingers into the dip. I don't know that I've ever done that. Like I just, I was going for the chips and I... Reached for where I thought the bag was that I had been reaching into several times over the last few minutes And instead of that I felt the cold wetness of dip On my fingers and I looked down and realized what I had done And I just stared at my hand which now had dip on it and I was like I couldn't even react Uh, quickly at all I had to sort of solve the equation of what just happened and I had to walk my brain through that you know sort of jump over the mental gap that led to me reaching into the dip in the first place I had to walk around that in order to discern what had just happened and then be like oh uh, I have to get up now and get a paper towel you know wash my hands that kind of a thing." this was, I was so stoned from this jealousy that that is the experience that I had. So I, I just wanted to share that with you. This is a wonderful Indica. If you're looking for some body relief, uh, like I said, I kind of got some, uh, pain relief from it in terms of muscle soreness. And I almost got rubber legs, uh, when I did get up to wash my hands like that. And you know, if, if the idea of being so stoned, you can't discern chips from dip. Uh, at least where you're reaching your hand. If that appeals to you, by all means, go ahead and get yourself some of this Jealousy from Florical Farms. It's a Cresco Labs product. You can find it at your Sunnyside or various Illinois and and other state dispensaries, I'm sure. But keep an eye out for the Jealousy from Florical. Uh, I did really like that, and it has its place. Uh, I certainly, as I said, I lean towards Sativas, but like I think, you know, there are times when that feeling is appealing as well, uh, in terms of, you know, as I said, turning the brain off, watching something just absorbing some content, maybe just chilling with some munchies, really did turn off the thoughts and the brain, and I got some great sleep that night, I can tell you that as well. So let's move on now to the news joint wrap. This is a wrap-up of cannabis-related news stories and events maybe coming up, and it's uh, curated all for you by IllinoisNewsJoint.com. Think of it as the joint you can hit for all your Illinois cannabis news and reviews. And let's start with an event pretty exciting coming up this weekend, the Miracle in Mundelein. It's a cannabis-friendly event. It's in Illinois. It's the inaugural Miracle in Mundelein, and it is this weekend. It's Saturday and Sunday, two-day concert event, and this is the real fun part. On-site cannabis consumption will be allowed here. This is the first, as far as I know, in Illinois, this is the first time when there's an actual permit that's been issued for it to be allowed. I'm not saying people aren't smoking at all these events. My God, if you walk by Lollapalooza or really anywhere just down. Town at any old weekend in the summer now, you definitely catch the whiff of it. It's not as if people are not consuming cannabis outdoors. I'm not saying that, but this is the first officially sanctioned outdoor consumption festival in the state, so that the state is perfectly fine uh, with people consuming on the premises of this event. The Miracle in Mundelein, as long as you're in the concert grounds, you are within your rights to be smoking publicly outside with others um, that I think will be a really cool experience definitely worth doing it's at the rise Mundelein it's 1325 armor boulevard it's uh, it's going to span multiple genres of music the uh, some of the artists included here for Saturday you've got Cypress Hill action Bronson and Stephen Marley so definitely fitting some fitting acts there Sunday you got Joe Russo's almost dead lettuce and Karina Reichman also uh, all of that happening again Saturday and Sunday. The festival runs from noon to 10 p.m. The event will also include a photo tent, dab bars, rolling stations, and more. You can find more about the Miracle and Mundaline on Instagram at Miracle Concert, Twitter slash X at Miracle Concert, and on Facebook, or just check out that article at IllinoisNewsJoint.com. Another thing I wanted to mention that coming up this weekend uh, tomorrow, SIUC is uh, hosting a hemp kit. Cannabis Symposium this Saturday. It's the Cannabis Science Center at Southern Illinois Carbondale. This is September 9th. Exhibitors and vendors will have opportunities to interact and connect with cannabis industry insiders, academics, and indoor and outdoor cannabis production enthusiasts. There are going to be vendor booths and exhibitor booths. Uh, Those are still available as well if you're interested in uh, joining that as a seller. But uh, it's a controlled environment agriculture. That's the theme of this Symposium, again, set for tomorrow. Breakfast begins at 8 a.m. It runs through 4 p.m. with some short breaks and an hour lunch. You can check out that full schedule at IllinoisNewsJoint.com. And uh, just a brief touch on a news story here. Uh, Jason Brown at Illinois NewsJoint mentioned uh, this week on the 6th, he put this article out, Illinois medical cannabis sales downward trend continues. IDPH, the state's Department of Public Health, recently released the August medical cannabis sales totals. Dispensary served the exact same amount of patients as the previous month, but with lower overall sales numbers. That downward trend, Jason says, has continued since March of this year. The uh, total for August medical sales reached $26,455,398.18. You can dive more deeply into some of the figures like concentrates and infused products. You can also see the uh, total retail sales for medical in the state uh, for the year as well as every month of this year so far. And you can find out more about everything I've talked about as well as plenty more at illinoisnewsjoint.com. And then one more news story I wanted to uh, share with you here. Very exciting development that happened uh, this week as well. Yesterday, actually, from when I'm recording this on September 8th, this Friday here. North Carolina Tribe legalizes marijuana 50 million dollar cannabis superstore to open to everyone 21 and over This is members of the Eastern Band of Cherokee Indians, the EBCI in North Carolina. They've given approval to a referendum to legalize recreational cannabis, and that referendum had almost 70% support. This article is from the Marijuana Herald. I will uh, share it in the show description notes. You just click on the underlined text, and uh, the article should pop up if you're listening to this on a phone uh, or a desktop if you just scroll your mouse over that. I always include these articles that I mention. I try to, anyway, in the show description notes. So if you're ever curious about what I'm talking about or you want to follow along, just scroll down there and uh, click on that underlined text. The EBCI voted overwhelmingly in favor of a proposal that will lead to recreational cannabis becoming legal for everyone 21 and up, regardless of whether or not they're tribal members. The tribe's reservation consists of nearly 57,000 acres, covering five counties, Cherokee, Graham, Jackson, McCone, and Swain counties macon macon i'm not sure about that but uh specifically the referendum asked voters do you support legalizing the possession and use of cannabis for persons who are at least 21 years old and require the ebci tribal council to develop legislation to regulate the market Although the referendum will not automatically make cannabis legal, Tribal Council says they plan to follow the will of the voter and promptly implement the referendum. Two years ago, in 21, the EBCI decriminalized cannabis possession and legalized marijuana for medical purposes, and they subsequently allocated $50 million to refurbish a bingo hall to become a medical marijuana superstore, which they recently began accepting applications for. The new law will allow the store to serve everybody— 21 and up when it opens later this year. So I will uh, leave it there. If you want to read more from the Marijuana Herald, just click on that article as I mentioned. And but this is very exciting. The uh, the EBCI, which is basically leading the way here. North Carolina isn't doing this stuff themselves and and statewide, you know, this is still illegal. And actually I want to bring something else up on that note. It's it's creating some some real tension there, but first before I move on, I just want to give props where they're due to the EBCI here, which because they have sovereignty because those 57,000 acres which cover those five counties because they are tribal lands, they The EBCI is able to enact these laws and they can make these changes so that it's like when you're on those lands, when you're in those counties, cannabis is legal medically and now recreationally for those 21 and up. That is an EBCI initiative. That is not the state of North Carolina. And if you stray outside of the borders of those five counties or those acres, you would be violating North Carolina law. And so now you have this district you have like this you know a state within a state this this sovereign land you have them who have greenlit cannabis for medical and rec users. But statewide, this is still problematic. So very, very good on EBCI. Uh, Well done. And I'm happy for residents of North Carolina who are going to be able now to utilize that superstore. And whether you're a medical user or rec user, you're going to be able to enjoy what all of us living in legal states have been enjoying for a couple of years now. And I'm very, very happy that you guys get to do that. Now, none of this stuff Stuff happens in a vacuum, and as a direct response to this bubbling movement that the EBCI has been at the head of, and knowing that this referendum vote was coming, a North Carolina congressman, Chuck Edwards, has introduced the stop. POT Act. That would withhold federal funding from states and tribes that allow the use of recreational marijuana. The bill calls for withholding 10% of federal highway funds from areas that violate federal law under the Controlled Substances Act, which currently prohibits recreational marijuana and classifies it as a Schedule One drug. Now, as I mentioned last week and at the top of the show, HHS, Health and Human Services Secretary, has advised the DEA to reschedule cannabis to Schedule Three. This Stop Pot Act, if the DEA does reschedule cannabis, which the expectation is they will, this Stop Pot Act would nullify that rescheduling and move cannabis back To schedule one. Now, I don't believe this has a real shot of passing, but I bring it up because it just shows that this is how these things go. There's an action and then there's a reaction. And I mentioned the stigma at the top of the show, this lingering stigma that people still have, these negative connotations about marijuana from all the propaganda of the reefer madness of the 20th century. That stuff still lingers today. And this right here, this pushback, you know, all of us, I think, you know, most of us anyway, are very excited to hear about the EBCI's initiative, knowing that people in North Carolina are going to be able to access it when, you know, that region of the country, a lot of, you know, medical patients as well as plenty of adults just looking to escape some stress of life these days, they are going to benefit hugely, we know, from this cannabis legalization movement. But there are congressmen and there are plenty of other people there who do not share this opinion who are still sort of buying in to that propaganda or believing the negatives about cannabis whatever you want to call it wherever they draw the line of of what their beliefs about cannabis are the point is is that they still feel very strongly that the country is better off with cannabis prohibited and it's just something we always have to keep in mind. We, you've, you've got to know that as, as, as exciting as this time is, and, you know, that referendum in North Carolina showing 70% were in favor, that's, that seems like it's pretty typical of the country at large right now. Something like 70%, maybe 70 plus of Americans support ending the prohibition on cannabis. However, that still leaves a quarter of the country, 25% of people who still feel and maybe ever more strongly because of the growing support on the other side for ending the prohibition, there are those who feel even more strongly now that they need to fight harder Because again, they believe what they believe about you know the the evils of cannabis, and and I say that with heavy quotes and heavy you know disappointed sarcasm as well. So uh, just know about the Stop Pot Act moving in North Carolina. Just pay attention to this Chuck Edwards, and just kind of see. That's what I'm going to be doing. Is that we know that this superstore is going to open in North Carolina on EBCI lands later this year, and I'm just going to be interested to watch and see. What happens with this Stop Pot Act, and I will certainly bring you updates as to uh, whatever comes of this. But those are the stories I wanted to share with you on this episode. I've got some great interviews coming up that I can't wait to share with you in the next few weeks. A lot of exciting things going on, as I mentioned. And uh, with that announcement to potentially reschedule it to Schedule 3, there is so much movement now. There's a lot more, you know, that's a lot of momentum, big shot of momentum for the people on our side looking to end this prohibition. That is huge right now, and uh, it's very exciting leading up to this 2024 presidential election, like I was talking about with David Culver. There's a lot happening, and uh, I look forward to continuing this discussion with you. Again, you can reach out to me on social media at c Podcast, Twitter and Instagram. Head to CannabisManPodcast.com and uh, support the show. Click that link in the description to support. Anything you can offer is very, very much appreciated. Any help that you can give me, uh, I would really love. It because uh, this is a lot of work, and I'm doing what I can to keep this fight going here on my own. So, thanks for listening. Don't let life get you down. I want you to stay excited. This is a very exciting time for cannabis enthusiasts. I mean, we are closer than ever before to legalizing this thing. I just read something the other day that uh, there actually was a recommendation back in 1988. The DEA recommended rescheduling cannabis or I might have that wrong. Maybe somebody recommended to the DEA to reschedule cannabis that that they needed a review for it. And here we are now, 35 years later. I mean, I was born in 1987. So I wasn't even a year old yet when somebody first suggested that cannabis should be reviewed and rescheduled. And now here we are, 35 years later, and they're actually, you know, a president is maybe going to do this here within the next year or so. So that's very, very exciting. And and again, as I said, we got to keep the other side in mind and in our sights here too, because they're not just going quietly away, but this is a very exciting time and it's giving us uh, plenty to look forward to. So keep that in mind, go into the week weekend and have a great time blaze up and and enjoy the company of the people you care about because uh that's the best part of life that's the sweet stuff and uh yeah hang on to cannabis all right thanks again for listening and uh, we'll talk next week Bye bye